Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My fire. What are you binging right now? What are you binging right now? 651 641. 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What are you binging right now? It doesn't necessarily have to be a TV show. It could be a food item. It could be a podcast. A food item. It could be uh, uh, an album. 651 641 1071. What are you binging right now? Not necessarily this very minute, but in your life. What uh, what uh, what brings up this question? I don't know. I was thinking about the habit of binging uh, TV or movies yeah. or whatever, and the fact that it is something we have gotten super duper good and dependent on for the last year. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, for um, sure. And it just made me wonder. And I, I also think whenever we ask people what they're binging, I get really good suggestions right? of the next thing that I should be looking at. Exactly. There's tons of right? stuff. 651-641-1071. What are you binging right now? Uh, let's go to the phones. Holly, who do we have on the line? Anne. Hello, Anne. Anne, what are you binging right now? The Twilight Zone. The Twilight oh, Zone? Which one? Yeah. Yeah, like the original series or which 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 one? Oh, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> She's binging the Twilight Zone. Perfect. There are a couple options, right? Like it right. could be the original 60s version or wasn't there a... I feel like there was a remake, right? Remake? Uh, at some point. 651-641-1071. What are you binging right now? Um, Bradley, I feel like you're always, you've always got something like a YouTube channel or something. I was going to say, I don't, I haven't been classically binge watching any television lately other than the Golden Girls because I watch that every day because I always need something in the background and it needs to not have dogs um, Mm -hmm. in it because my dog will go crazy and that's a whole separate story. Um, but lately I've been watching a lot of, you don't want to know, a lot of really yes, boring genealogy stuff. Because I've just been working on that again. Yep. And so I I like to learn by YouTube. And so then I watch other people give me suggestions on how to do stuff. And so I've been doing some like boring, boring, boring research. Um, mostly because I am in the middle of... Um, Things to watch. Like, there's nothing that's really, like, exciting me. Like, nothing that people are talking about. I'm like, oh, I got to run towards that. There are a couple documentaries that I do want to catch up on, and I might do that this weekend. Um, You know, there's that Demi Lovato documentary. Is that series even done yet? Um, the Demi Lovato, no, it's not all out. You've yeah. got the first two episodes. The The third episode will come out this week and then another week for the last episode. It's only four parts. So there's that. And then there was something that just finished that I know I need to go back and watch because I like to wait till it's all done. It's something on HBO. Um, 
And it probably was a documentary. Because I feel like lately all I've heard about is uh, documentary watches. No, but I feel like you're right. Like, there was something we all just watched on HBO, and we were like, Bradley, you should watch this. And you were like, I'm waiting for it to be done. So there's that. Can't remember what it was. (laughs) So that's really exciting and helpful. Holly, what did we just watch on HBO Max? We watched Alan versus Pharaoh. Is that oh, it? that's what it okay. is. Yep. Thank you, Holly. Yep. I knew you'd Thank know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Let's go to Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jen. Jenny, what are you binging? I am binging Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. Ooh, what's, what's that? Oh, I'm telling you what, it is really good. It's kind of a mystery, and it's, place, it's taking place over in London. Um, so they all have accents, which make it fun. Yeah, I love that. Um, but there's a little, I don't know if it's like mystical. There's there's something to it. I don't want to say too much. Yeah, no, Ooh, I like it. Behind her eyes is what it's called. Behind her eyes. Check it out. Behind Perfect. Thank you for eyes. your call, Jenny. Um, I will say we got a text or not a text. We got an email from Max who said, I'm currently binging the 50s sitcom, The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. I fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube and found it. It's quite good. He breaks the fourth wall and talks to the viewer a lot, which is kind of interesting. And there's Bob Denver as a beatnik. I mean, who wouldn't love that? Major G. Krebs. (laughs) Those words mean nothing to anyone (laughs) under the age of 50. Definitely prior to, uh, you know, uh, Bob Denver as... An omelet. Oh, I was thinking more like uh, not the skipper, but the Gilligan. What was Gilligan's role? He was a skipper. Yeah. Like the first, or no, the first mate. He was first a little, mate. He was a little okay. buddy. He little was buddy. the first mate. Skipper <laughs> was the skipper. Skipper, yeah. skipper was the skipper. Oh, boy. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Melissa's here. Hi, Melissa. Melissa, what have you been binging? Hi. I accidentally stumbled on a series called The One on Netflix. Okay. It's amazing. What's, uh, what's it about? So it is about two scientists when they're very young, um, one of them accidentally figures out how ants, like, become paired and, like, the genetic oh. connection. And then they try it on humans, and it turns into this massive genetic matching system. Ooh. And it's filled with, like, betrayal and murder and love and all these ethical questions. Well, like, that sounds fun. Like, DNA. And then they find out, you know, they're married with a family, but they're matched. Their one is somebody else. And then, like, what happens? It's so good. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that suggestion. I'm putting that on the list. Um, The one. I have a friend who is obsessed with Turkish rom-coms, and she is binging. That's a genre. It is a whole genre. She has watched, like, five of them. Now, can I tell you something about a a Turkish rom-com? No. I mean, yes, because I don't know anything. They're not, like, a half hour long. They're like two hours long each episode. Oh, wow. It's crazy. But anyway, she says they're awesome and she's way into them and she's got like a whole. Do you mean you don't you mean rom-com, not sitcom? No, I mean, when you said 30 minutes, I was like, do you mean like a sitcom? No, I mean like a rom-com TV show, though. Got it. And they're like a series and they're very lengthy. Got it. Um, Anyway, yes, it's a whole thing. So, you know, people get into stuff. Where, on Netflix? No, she's got like a whole separate she, there's like a, a whole other like website she has oh, to go to in order to okay. access these things. With sure. The, there's a streaming service for everything. It, there really is. I know there's a huge, over. like, um, there's a huge fandom for both Japanese and Korean, um, soap operas. Yes. And you can get a lot of them on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to be talking with our friend Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be streaming in our homes or seeing in theaters after this on My Talk 1071. Every Friday, we are joined on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. We are joined by our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies to see what we should be watching or not watching this weekend. <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here. It's I, good to have you. you. Here last segment. Thank you. Um, so, Paul. Let's start. Yes. I've I've seen a ton of advertisements for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. Yes, this is the next Marvel series. You know, we just finished Wandavision. Now we're seeing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, two supporting characters that we first met during the Captain America movies, and now it's really picking up after Avengers Endgame to see where they're at. How are they dealing with you know the loss, the absence of Steve Rogers as Captain America, as they have to kind of band together to kind of go after this rebel group. So do I need to to drop today? What? What's that? The second episode dropped today. Got it. It's a six episode series. Number two is today. How much do I need to know going in? Or can I just start this cold? I think you could start this cold. You definitely get the impression that they're both in very opposite places. They're very kind of opposing characters, if you will. They kind of deal with stress, tension, uh, trauma differently. Um, They're very much well-known for being Avengers. That's pretty much all you have to know uh, going in. And they're both very beautiful to look at. Okay. Well, Well, that doesn't hurt. You know, that's where I was going to go next is let's talk about the cast. Uh, yeah, so we've got Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. You know, we first met him in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, many years ago. And then Anthony Mackie is back as the Falcon. And then Emily Van Camp, who's, who Marvel fans will know, she is coming back in future episodes. And then Daniel Bruel, who played a villain in Captain America Civil War, is going to be back as Zemo. We saw a little teaser of that this week. And then Wyatt Russell who is Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son, is the new Captain America. And it's all I'll say. And we see how these two, our two heroes, have to do with what what happens when someone else is named Captain America. Interesting. I mean, I imagine if you love that storyline, that would be of interest to you. Also, did you say Zima? Zemo. The character's okay. name was Zemo that Daniel Bruhl played. Okay, because I was just Bradley thought that was back an to my youth. Sponsorship opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I see what you're laying down. I hear it. Um, you know, I think a lot of us had those Zima days back in the day. Oh, God. Um, no, so this is very much just a traditional Marvel show. A lot of action, huge action that would rival any of the movies. I don't know if people saw WandaVision. I don't know if this is going to kind of reinvent the wheel, much like WandaVision did. It very much is kind of a standard traditional Marvel show. Not a lot of new, but I think it will still satisfy Marvel fans. Okay, how many ticket stubs for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? on Disney Plus. Three and a half out of five. I've been enjoying it. Each episode is about 49 minutes, so it's under hour. I think your kids would love it, Colleen. Okay, good to know. And they do like the Marvel. I mean, they get into that, so uh, that is, yeah. that's a good one to know. All right, uh, the next the next thing I want to talk about is Nobody. Yes, so this is only in theaters right now. So it's Bob Odenkirk, who we see him kind of going about a general day-to-day, going to work, taking the Metro, exercising. He's kind of a grumbly guy. And all of a sudden, his home is broken into, and we learn that he's got a bit of a past, and he's this hit man, and he kind of has to come out of 
retirement, if you will, and face off against this Russian hitman. So Bob Odenkirk, we know from Better Call Saul, love him. nobody, a great, love, 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 great character actor, now doing this, you know, hitman type of role. So it's kind of part dark comedy, part high action film, and it is fantastic. And, and who else do we have in that cast? Because there's other okay. big names. Yes. So who I love in this especially is Christopher Lloyd, who plays his dad in it. So you're meeting him in this, like, senior retirement community, peaceful kind of guy. He's a retired FBI agent. And then when Bob Odenkirk's character gets too deep with this Russian man, his dad comes out of hiding, if you will, gets right back into action. So it's so fun to see Christopher Lloyd, like, gun-toting, going to town. And this very much feels like a, what I kind of say is an adult home alone, because Bob Odenkirk's character is very much like a resourceful kind of guy, same with his dad. So there's lots of booby traps in this, lots of kind of makeshift weaponry, kind of that Home Alone meets John Wick, if you've seen the John Wick movie. It's written by the guy that wrote John Wick as well. I'm so fascinated by this because, again, like, you don't think of Bob Odenkirk and Christopher Lloyd as being these types of characters, typically. Right. And I love that angle of it because it's like are they actually going to get out of this like are they going to go up against these russian hitmans and they do in a very like resourceful different kind of way it's not as like bloody or gruesome as some of those other hitman type movies it's 90 minutes it goes by very fast and has a really fun fun soundtrack pat benatar louis armstrong and then like music theater songs are in it as well which i personally got a kick out of so it's just so different, clever, and there's definitely room for a franchise after this. Like, you could tell that these two have fun together. They're, uh, you know, it, it, it just everything about it works, and I didn't quite expect that. Well, and I can't think of the last thing I saw Christopher Lloyd in, so I, Back you to know, the Future. I'm, but that's what I mean, since <laughs> Back to the Future, <laughs> that it's been a long time. He was just a guest on Mark Maron's WCF podcast as well, and he was, it was a great interview. How many ticket stubs for Nobody. Three and a half out of five, nobody. It's now in theaters. I would expect it to be on demand in like three weeks. They tend to do that. They'll push, Universal will push it in theaters for a little bit and then make it available at home. So if you want to go out and see it, if you want to wait for home, totally understandable. Wait for it at home. But yeah, I think you'll get a big kick out of it. I do like, too, that you might not be waiting so long to get it at home. As, as... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, mm-hmm. we have in the past. Right, yes. I do. I, I feel bad because I jumped ahead, Paul, and I skipped over something important that you wanted to talk about, which is the important oh. new Marvel things that are coming up on Disney+. Plus. 
Yeah, so we got news this week that Black Widow, so Scarlett uh, Johansson's character, Black Widow, she's got her own movie coming that was supposed to come out last year. Then it got pushed about 85 times. It's finally going to come out July 9th in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. So if you're a huge Marvel fan, we have four Marvel movies coming this year and another couple of TV series. So Loki, the TV series, will premiere June 11th on Disney+. Plus. Black Widow will be July 9th on Disney Plus in theaters. And then we've got a few more movies coming. Not sure if they're going to be on Disney Plus, but we've got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Aquafina is going to be in that. And mm. Lulu. And then we've got Eternals November 5th. And then the next Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, is December 17th. So, so Disney Plus is We didn't really... have any Marvel last year. What was that? I was just going to say Disney Plus is really giving people a reason to pay You know, the increased subscription rate that they're just about to charge. Oh, completely. Yeah. And they, I mean, they've got that. They've got the premiere access. So you will have to pay the upcharge for Black Widow. Like, I I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that coming. Mm-hmm. And then, if you are a big fan of the Mighty Ducks, that also starts today on Disney+, Plus, which I've not seen yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen that one yet either, but I, you know, it's like, it tickles all the nostalgia for, especially for people who, right. I mean, everybody, I think, has a connection with Mighty Ducks from that time of life. But if you lived in Minnesota at that time, um, and Minneapolis in particular, like you recognize so much from Mighty Ducks. But the new mm-hmm. series is not has nothing to do with Minnesota, I think. Well, I think it's um, it was not filmed here. Right. But I think it might still be set here. Uh, Amelia Estevez is still in it, and then Lauren Graham is in it. And then they teased a photo of some of the original cast members, like, back for, like, a little reunion episode or something yeah. like that. I Again, starts today, so we'll see if it's... And it's getting fairly decent reviews, I saw. Awesome. I saw some tweets and headlines. You know, it's, yeah. we have shown our kids that movie, and um, and we have a friend who was in it originally, and... We um we were talking about it the other day because we were hoping that that he would also be involved in the reboot, but he was part of the reunion mm-hmm. that they used to kind of promote it. Um, and we yep. were t- and the kids were like, "Did we watch that movie?" And we were explaining to them the entire um you know plot line of it, and they they all were like, "Oh, I wonder if that that sounds like something we'd like to watch," meaning the series. Yeah. So, um, so I'm excited for that. I know I'm excited for that to be out today. Hey, Paul, before we go, what are you binging right now? Oh my God. I'm so glad you asked two things. Pose on Netflix season two, a beautiful show. Um, third season coming in May and then the docuseries Q into the storm on HBO. Oh yeah. That just started, didn't it? The first episode. Yes. We're two episodes in it's there's six coming and it's, Oh, man, you're going to be angry once you watch it. All right. Ooh, all right. Highly educational. Paul McGuire, <laughs> Thank you, from Paul. Paul's trip to the movies. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you. And check Me out too. Paul on all the social media platforms. We'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again 
oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like where? West Virginia. Oh. Which is where we are going first today. And I want to tell you about a guy from Huntington, West Virginia. His name is Jacob Peck. He is 24 years old. And by the way, hello, YouTube. If hello you're just to YouTube. Us, YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. So you can hear us uh, tell you and see us tell you all about Jacob Peck. He's 24 years old. And according to the Milton, West Virginia Police Department, he... um. Well, he did something that earned himself crazy stupidity at status, and you're probably wondering what that is. Well, I will say he preemptorily showed up at the police station. Preemptorily? Prematurely? He came early. He uh, showed up at the police station before Before... committing a crime. Oh, okay. So it's like the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Yes, it's almost like he knew (laughs) he was going to be a criminal. Okay, so he shows up at the crime scene, Yep, but it's not a crime scene. It's yet. not a crime scene, um, but he goes to the police station, and let's just say he did not commit a crime arriving at the police station, but upon arriving at the police station, it was shortly thereafter that oh. he was arrested. Okay, was he like trying to like visit a friend? And he had drugs in his nature's pocket? No. Okay. No, but there was drugs involved. He was doing drugs? No, he was not doing drugs. So what, like, uh, how about this? How about you have probably find found yourself in the past having lost something on your person? Mm-hmm. And sure. then you go to, like, lost and found to get it, right? right? Sure, yeah. Well, he showed up at the police department. Because he'd lost something. Because he'd lost something, and they had it. Oh, okay. Um, But it's what they had. It was his drugs. He lost his drugs? Well, close. It was a stolen wallet. Uh, oh. So he went to pick up his wallet. Turns out the wallet, then indicated by a uh, police canine unit, that's a dog, Mm -hmm. um, had drugs. Oh. And uh, was stolen. And therefore, because it was a stolen wallet, there were drugs involved. They then went out to his truck, found more drugs, and he was arrested. Yeah, I feel like drugs are like mice. Like, there's never just one. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. If there's one mouse... There's in the wallet, nice. there's going to be more If there's more in one the pill, there's probably a lot of illicit pills yeah. somewhere nearby. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. So he went to jail. So he went back inside the and, police department. And uh, is now facing a lot of uh, stuff. Mm. <laughs> Not pleasant. <laughs> he won't be able to have his drugs for a while, no. I think. No. <sighs> Can we go to Clackamas, Oregon? Ooh, I'd like to. Clackamas. Clackamas? Clackamas County. Oregon is where we are going to meet a guy by the name of Ronald Woods. Oh. 37 years of age. And uh, he was um, out and about doing no good uh, the other day on March 19th at about 10 o'clock p.m. He was, uh, he had hit up a store, and by store I mean restaurant, called. Uh, Sherry's Restaurant in Wilsonville, oh, Oregon. Never been there. Neither have I. It's probably what their specialty. Um, I don't know what their specialty is, but I'd like to know. Uh, anyway, I, I'll tell you what, what his specialty was. 
stealing their cash register. Oh, well, that's that's an illegal specialty. Yep. Also seems rather heavy. Right? But that's not all. And that's certainly not crazy but stupid. But wait, there's more. Exactly. That's certainly not crazy stupid idiot worthy. The stealing, the theft of a cash register is something we've read about time and again on crazy stupid idiots. He had to have done more, right? Yes, he did. Well, yeah, I would hope. In the the stealing of the cash register, he also hit a parked car. And um and then he fled the vehicle because the cops had caught up with him. Yeah, that's He fled the vehicle and uh he ran off into the woods, but they found something in the vehicle when the cops arrived. I would imagine, although Correct me if I'm wrong, that generally speaking, if you flee, you don't want to leave anything behind of an identifying nature. So right. he must have left something that told police officers who he was. Mm, yes, in as much as it told police officers he was a heartless jerk. He left a cat behind. Aww. I know. How sad. Is- Rude. I mean, yeah, that's terribly sad, but how did that identify him? It didn't. Oh. Uh, what had happened is he decided to take his cat along on his crime spree, okay. and um, he fled the car when the cops caught up with him. And the cops, of course, like tried to see if there were identifying things in the car, but yeah. there was also a cat. So they had to like confiscate the cat Aww. and go off and follow Mr. Woods into the... Into the woods? Into the woods, and... Um, they did catch up with him, but what? guess what else they found in the car with the cat? A litter box? The stolen cash register. Oh, okay. Multiple methamphetamine pipes. Oh, God. Ooh. And the cat. cat. The cat was not getting high. I hope the cat is now in a better place. The cat is in a better place. Thank you for asking, because this crazy, stupid idiot story has a happy ending. Good. Uh, they, the um, Clackamas Sheriff took video of the cat in their car as they were rescuing the cat from this horrid, wretched human uh, who committed crimes. They named him Asher. Mm. Uh, Is he he like the the police station cat now? No, but that would be great, right? No, they did deliver him safely to VCA Animal Hospital, and he has been rehomed with a family that will not Not take take him him on on crime sprees. Drug-fueled crime sprees. I know. So cute, too. Um, But like I said, they did catch up with Mr. Woods, and they uh, they, he was eventually found with the help of the Beaverton Police Department and their canine team. Beavers, canines, cats. cats. It's like a very animal-focused story. I know. Uh, He's been arrested on charges including theft, Roman numeral two, hit and run, and attempt to... Roman numeral two? The sequel to theft, Roman Roman numeral numeral one. one. That's a dumb question. Yeah, that was... Uh, And attempt to elude... That's a thing. Attempt to attempt elude. Attempt to elude. Uh, no charges for the cat We've that he left. We've read him. a lot of attempt to elude stories. Mm-hmm. A lot of ludey Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Do you have another crazy story? I do. Idiot? Wonderful. Where We've are we got going? time for one more. Okay, let's go to Houston. Houston, Texas, of course. Uh, one of my former hometowns of many. And uh, I don't know this person or any of the people involved, uh, just covering my own tracks. But I want to tell you about something that had happened about 3 a.m. on a Friday. And generally speaking, when something happens at 3 a.m. on a Friday, it's not going to be good. Nope. Um, It's not going to be good. And then you'll probably end up on crazy, stupid idiots, especially if you're near a construction site. Because you shouldn't be around those 
generally, but especially at 3 a.m., even more so yeah. if you're not working there. I don't think, you know, you're in there, like, installing toilets no. or something. No. At 3 a.m. No, especially when there's a 200-foot crane. Well, um, oh, no. enter a very crazy, stupid idiot who thought, hey, I'm going to go have fun on this crane. Remember that, um, like, adult sandbox? Yes. What's that thing called? Yeah, it's called the adult sandbox. Okay, so that's like a thing where extreme you Extreme sandbox. Extreme sandbox, yeah. not adult sandbox. That's a different thing that's... where you basically bury yourself in sand and make sand breasts, uh, you know. And other things. And other things, sand mm-hmm. wieners, um, which is also, <laughs> I think that's like in the new Dune movie that's coming out sand eventually wieners. this fall. Sorry. Um, okay, so uh, back to the crane. So you, they do have those extreme sandbox things, but you have to like pay to do that. Yeah. That's like yeah. a special setup. You have to like go through some training. You can't just show up on a construction site and start, uh, you know, maneuvering around a crane, right? Well, this guy, he thinks, I'm just going to help myself to this crane action. And climbs aboard the cab of this 200-foot crane. Ah. Um, Luckily, uh, police and firefighters responded, which, that's good, right? But um, at that point, he was like, I'm out of here! And decided to start crawling up that crane. Oh, no. 200-foot crane. The dude made it all the way to the top. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. When you're running away from police and fire crews... Yeah. And you're, you're going not going to get far when you're going up a ladder because the problem is that ladder ends at a certain point. So police are just going to hang out at the bottom until you come down, which is exactly what had happened. Now, thankfully, he didn't fall off the dumb thing because I can only imagine you don't have all your senses about you at 3 a.m. And I don't know if there was drugs or alcohol involved, but I can imagine that that was probably not beyond yeah. the realm of possibility. Yeah, at 3 a.m., I don't think you've just like woken up and gone for a walk and come upon a crane. Exactly. Well, he made it all the way to the bottom. Luckily, uh, everybody was fine. They had to use a drone. There was a SWAT team. It was a big deal. And uh, that just... I think the moral of the story is, if you want to climb a crane, mm-hmm. go to the adult sandbox. Yeah. Or what's and it do called? do it safely. Extreme Extreme sandbox. sandbox. That just all reminded me of that scene at the end of Annie when um, she's trying to get away from the bad guys and she climbs up, like, I think, I don't know, is it a bridge or a crane or something? And then Punjab has not- to come up there and like... And then he undoes his turban thing and then hands it to Annie and saves her life. I don't. Why do I not remember that? I don't know, because it's like very intense. I remember every time I watched it as a child, wow. I was afraid that it wouldn't end well. But every time, but every time, it always oddly. worked out well. <laughs> always Spoiler worked out alert. Well. And she got <laughs> yeah. adopted by da- uh, Daddy Warbucks and she was, you know, rich and had a pool in her house. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Well, at least the story had a happy ending. This guy was fine. Don't do that because I kind of feel like also of the things that I would like break into and be a part of uh, climbing a 200 no foot thanks. crane is not one of them. No, thank, thank you. you. No. no, thank you. Not even if you paid me. Nope. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show each and every day at 245, we play a game. It's called the throwback. Live. We're going to do that after this on my talk. One Oh seven one Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, bike plus or tread. 
choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX. With the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.